Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, Space Cadets. Welcome back to the Space News Podcast. My name is Will, and NASA's Opportunity Rover has been on the surface of Mars for 16 whole years. But before we get into that, let's talk about Patreon for a second. So this podcast usually has ads, and I want to make sure that there are no ads going forward in the future because, A, um, I like ads, but I would rather have it So we get right down to the science and right down to the tech immediately. So the best way to do that is I opened up a Patreon last night and you can go to patreon.com slash space news podcast. For more information, you can um, be a contributor for as little as a dollar per month and you can go all the way up to as much as you want. So anyone that's interested in that, go ahead and take part. Thank you so much for all of your interest. Also, if you want to help support the pod, you can go to spacenewspodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Space News Pod, and also just by subscribing and listening to the podcast. Now, let's get back to the NASA Opportunity Mars rover, which landed on the red planet on January 24th, 2004, and then it sent its first signal back to Earth from the surface at 9.05 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. An opportunity is crazy. This thing was supposed to last for 90 Martian days. 90 Martian days. And it logged its 5,000th day in February of 2018. Uh, It kind of outlasted a lot of time that was supposed to happen. Like this thing was supposed to be dead and gone and we were supposed to only have science for 90 days. But in all actuality, we've had it for 16 years instead. Now, John Callis, who's the project manager for opportunity at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California, that's JPL, said 15 years on the surface of Mars is testament not only to magnificent machine of exploration, but the dedicated and talented team behind it that has allowed us to expand our discovery space of the red planet. However, this anniversary cannot help but be a little bittersweet as at present, we don't know the rover's status. We're doing everything in our power to communicate with the opportunity, but as the time goes on, the probability of a successful contact with the rover continues to diminish. And in June 10th of 2018, Opportunity lost contact with Earth. And that happened because of a planet-wide dust storm, which blanketed the solar-powered rover's location on the western rim of uh, Perseverance Valley and eventually blocked out so much sunlight that the rover could no longer charge its batteries. So that is a huge dust storm. But that does not stop um, NASA scientists and engineers from trying to communicate with the rover itself. So they're sending signals to the rover in hopes that it'll ping something back to us. And when it does, 
If it does, they're going to try to resuscitate it. It's been offline for a little while. Uh, June 10th, 2018 was the last time they had communication. So since then, they've been trying to ping it, trying to get some communication going with it, but they haven't been able to. And according to NASA's own website, uh, and I'm going to quote here, after a review of the progress of the listening campaign, NASA will continue its current strategy for attempting to make contact with the Opportunity rover for the foreseeable future. Winds could increase in the next few months at Opportunity's location on Mars, resulting in dust being blown off the rover's solar panels. So Opportunity is still there. It's still on Mars, but we can't communicate with it. We know it's still there. We know it's last position, and scientists and engineers have been trying to communicate with it since the massive dust storms. Even though Opportunity is down and out, it doesn't mean that we're going to stop sciencing the hell out of Mars. So in 2020, there's going to be another NASA Mars rover, and they're supposed to launch in July or August of 2020, and they'll be landing in February of 2021. And this Mars 2020 mission has a couple science goals, four science goals, actually. Number one is to determine whether life ever arose on Mars. Number two is to characterize the climate of Mars. Number three is to characterize the geology of Mars. And number four is to prepare for human exploration. So they'll be looking for habitability, which identifies past environments capable of supporting microbial life. They'll be seeking biosignatures, which... Um, they're going to be seeking signs of possible past microbial life in habitable environments, particularly in special rocks known to preserve signs of life over time. They'll be caching samples, collecting core rock and soil samples, and store them on the Martian surface and prepare for humans. So they'll text, they'll test oxygen production from the Mars atmosphere because we all need oxygen to breathe, right? And if they can make it out of the Mars atmosphere um, through some sort of engineering feat, then that'll be really great to resupply our astronauts when they go up there. Now, that being said, NASA wants to send humans to Mars in the 2030s, right? So that's going to be, um, it's a possibility in the 2030s. You know, that's kind of like the, their timeline. Another 10 years since this um, next rover's going up, they'll, ha they'll have humans on Mars. That seems very ambitious to me. It's another 10 years from now-ish, ish, somewhere around there, that we'll have humans standing on Mars. And with the efforts of NASA and its partners, hopefully we can get them there safe and we'll have the science there to continue growing our opportunities on Mars. So that's it for this episode of the Space News Podcast, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for just listening. That is the best part. Like if you just, if you learned something today, that's the best part of this podcast. For me, I want you guys to learn something. I want to learn something. I learn something new every day because of this. I do research and I, I find cool things to share with you. So this is this is great for me because I learn cool stuff, cool space stuff every single day. And I hope you do, too. And to show your support, of course, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Space News Podcast. Um, go there and check it out. There's some cool rewards, uh, stickers and things like that. And you'll be helping me with the cost of producing this podcast and also with our website at spacenewspodcast.com. This has been the Space News Podcast. My name is Will, and I will see you soon. Wendy.
Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.